I would go out of my way to attack you. Far of mine, for a time, I would slip out the middle of the ocean and freaking eat It's gonna be the best fucking tuna you have ever fucking had. Oh, yeah, that's my cue. Yep, this we're supposed the, to talk now. This is the Yardbird Tuna Show. I'm your host, Tuna. We got Brother Ben in the house, my co-host, co-hosting. Is that like uh, cuckolding? No, it's no, different. No, no, that, that's very different. Very different. Yeah, it's very different. I think I got my definitions mixed up. Yeah, you should you should look that up before you, you, you like sure throw that term cuckolding right now? Very sure. Very, okay. very, very sure. What's it called? Cuckolding. I don't think I've ever heard that. Oh, man. It's when you watch another dude bang your old lady. Oh, we talked about that yesterday. Hiding in the closet is optional. So so, uh, here we are. I think this is episode 29. We got Brother Ben in the house. Ethan's back from his journeys on the road. Out there being a wild guy. What are you doing nowadays, dude? What are you... You're... uh, You're... uh, Ferminating ostriches, or what is it that you do again? What the fuck kind of job do you have? I'm on the pipeline in Colorado. Oh, uh, that's totally different from what yeah. I said. Yeah, I'm not milking goats anymore. <laughs> not milking goats. <laughs> <laughs> so what is it? It's uh, it's the last day of the year, boys. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. It's the last Happy day of year. the year, dude. Happy New Year, man. What are you guys that's doing good. tonight? Ethan, what are you up to? You're a wild guy. You gonna do a bunch of coke and uh, you know vomit across your buddy's lap or something? What are you gonna Actually, do? I don't. Uh, I don't really have any plans yet. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. You want to sit on our couch and watch the fucking ball drop on our our 60 inch TV? I like, never really, like us losers do. No, nah, I usually black out before that <laughs> even happens. Every time. I don't think I've seen the ball drop since like I was 12. Dude, you should drive to New York right now. And go. <laughs> you should kick the ball off. You should go up there and, and ask them if they can let you shove the ball. Where does the ball fall from? I don't know. I don't even know how that thing works. Yeah, I don't know either. I don't pay attention to any of this, really. Dude, by I think it goes up. It goes up. Doesn't it? No, it's called the ball dropping, you fucking numbskull. <laughs> what are you talking about? It doesn't go he, up. He, listen, he hasn't seen it since he was It's, it's not well, defined guy, gravity. Get, get, get it fucking drops, man. I thought it always went up. I don't you know. Don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I have to YouTube that. You have to YouTube it? All right. Yeah, so watch, let me watch give, last year's. Dude, let you'll me be up give to a date. little... I want to tell you guys some stories. First of all, Ethan came here yesterday, Ben, without you. Yeah. Ethan came here yesterday. And do me and him, because of the weather, yeah. I don't know what happened, but we were like staring at each other like two fucking morons that didn't know what to talk about. We were like, like strangers at a bus stop, dude. We were like... I don't know what we're going to discuss right now. Just sitting right awkwardly now. next to each other. Yeah, it was like, weird. Oh. I don't know. I was drowsy or something. Yeah, dude. We drank uh, some seriously strong coffee that didn't kick in until 9, 10 o'clock at night. Oh, boy. You know. That's too late for podcasting. Yeah. Well, he wasn't here then. I had to go. I had to go do my uh, my weekly sit in a church basement and tell about my feelings. And yeah. hell, I don't want to, you know, do massive amounts of drugs anymore. Sometimes I do, honestly. But hey, really? maybe I still yesterday, miss doing right? drugs. Hell yeah, I miss doing drugs, dude. That's crazy. What do you mean it's Been crazy? So, Nine so years? Yeah. Um, I miss drinking. I don't miss doing drugs. I miss drinking. Sometimes I get a little itchy when, like, uh, when I see people casually drinking, 
it kind of fucks me up a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, I don't I can't I can't hang out in bars. Like tonight is a weird night for me. Mm. I can't everybody's like, Oh man, come over our house and watch you guys like drink. Is that <laughs> that sounds like a horrible yeah. idea. Yeah. You know? That's a lot of clean guys. So it's like they kind of just don't even want to go out at all. Uh, I don't want to say that. I mean, it's tough. As long as I'm surrounded by people or I have something to do. So, like, I don't mind going to places if there's food there or, like, a, a pool table or a fucking something for me to do. Yeah. But, dude, I am not going to belly up to a bar and drink fucking Shirley Temple's yeah. while you morons are just pounding back shots. <laughs> like, I don't even know if I would enjoy pool without drinking. Really? I, I could do it for an hour or two. I don't know if I could do it. Like, I'm not going to sit there and watch my buddies close the bar. I'm not going to do that. Right. That's fucking... Dirk the Roy Rogers. When a man orders a Shirley Temple, you can call it a Roy Rogers, and it sounds less this is, silly. This is why we keep you around, dude, so you can tell me why I don't... <laughs> yeah, don't, don't, have, don't call him Shirley Temples. He doesn't have to keep ordering us? Yeah. yeah how's this, say, for, hey, how's this for a Rogers? segue? How's this for a segue? That way I don't sound like a mummer. Oh! oh. Yeah, right? Yeah. So today's episode, we're going to dive into the history of the Mummers. And the reason we decided to do this is because when we sat down, we all realized that none of us knew what the fuck a Mummer is. Nope. Why do Mummers do what they do? I think it's comical. I'm going to be the one that's going to say something controversial right now. Maybe I'm not the only one, but I'm going to start it off. I think it's quite interesting that a bunch of fucking hard-working, working-class white dudes, because I don't really see too many minorities doing this. That's no. just my perspective. Once a year, they dress up like a woman, and they dance around with a fucking umbrella, and everybody cheers them on. They all look like trannies? <laughs> <laughs> I guess I wasn't paying attention. I, you know, for the most part, they do they, dress. a lot of them wear dresses and they yeah. wear very uh, flamboyant attire, yeah. you know? And yeah. I always thought, dude, here's a bunch of dudes that are... I'm not going to say that all of them are homophobic. I'm not going to generalize and stereotype and say that. But I know a lot of these guys are not the friendly type to go hang out in a gay bar and drink right. with their buddy. It's it looks you know? kinda like if imagine like RuPaul's drag race but the eighteen hundreds. Yeah. yeah. No, like you know, Jared's sequins doing it. And, Jared's doing it? Yeah. We don't do last names, so don't say his last name. No, I'm not. But but yeah, so that's funny. Yeah. So I don't know, man. So uh so anyway, yeah, I wanna dive into that, dude. So like I wanna know like like do you guys have any idea like where this came from? So I, I did some research uh, when you asked me about it. Because when I moved up here, mystified. I had no idea. My, my parents put it on the TV, and I was like, what in the heck is this? And, of course, you never watch it because it's, it's stupid. Yeah. So, so, you know, <laughs> yeah, you don't sit there and be like, oh, yeah, I'm going to watch this. Yeah, if I uh, happen to have any listeners from Philadelphia, they're, they're either mortified right now or they're like, yeah, we agree. Well, I'm going to put a challenge out. First off, if you actually watch it all the way through, like, do you sit, like, nobody watches the Macy's Day Parade all right. the way through. Hell you don't no. sit around and watch that. So you're never going to watch the Mummers either, because the Macy's Day Parade is actually interesting sometimes. Yeah. Except for the Broadway musical. Well, never eh. mind. Never mind. It's not interesting ever. Maybe it's but our it's generation on in the, in the that we're, like, not capable. Because I was, it was suggested by my last guest uh, that we did a week ago. He thinks that 
the episode should be roughly an hour. He thinks that people can't hang in there longer than an hour. And I'm contemplating that. I don't know. Maybe you guys, I mean, you, Ethan, you've listened to a lot of the episodes. Ben, have you, have you listened to a lot of the shows? Yeah, it depends on what you're doing. Yeah. So if I'm stuck in a car for two hours, I can listen to a two-hour podcast. Yeah. 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 But if I'm just walking around doing stuff, an hour is about tops listening to anything. 20 minutes is about tops for most folks, I think, to be honest with you. But a 20-minute podcast isn't interesting. (laughs) No, I mean, you can't really talk about much. 20 minutes. I think I could do 20 minutes if I was sitting here by myself. Yeah. Yeah. That would be okay. But there's... So I'm listening to different podcasts nowadays... Uh, and there's like, um, I got something coming up. This guy wants me to be on his show. He wants me to do like a 10 or 20 minute monologue kind of about my struggles and how I overcame them. He's like a self-help kind of podcast. Yeah. And, uh, that's kind of cool. And his episodes seem to be relatively short. They're like 20, 30 minutes. Yeah. You know, and he's basically by himself. He's describing like, you know, just different topics that he comes up with. And then uh, I guess he kind of like shares during his podcast about whatever the guest talked about, yeah. you know, and elaborates on it. Anyway, so that's so that- something I do. But but for the sake of our show, I think, dude, I don't know, man. I kind of think the same thing. But I do. I'm biased because I drive a lot. So like an hour and a half to me is nothing. Yeah. An hour and a half is driving from Philadelphia to Cape May. And to me, I blink my eyes and it's over. Yeah. What know? is the average Commute. Well, there's the average commute. Minutes. It That's depends. A good here in the city of That's Philadelphia, here in the city of Philadelphia, I would say probably less than that. I would say half an hour, twenty minutes to half an hour. I don't think people work very far away from around here. Now, obviously, the second you start traveling away from major metropolitans, yeah, I think what you got to realize a lot of people live in Jersey that work in Philly too. So yeah, at least right. thirty thirty minutes, I would say. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah, it would take. Like where I, when I when we were working at the shipyard, it took me about an hour to get to work. Yeah, I'm always blown away when I meet. So my job is very unique. Ben, your job's very unique. Yeah. You you work the pipeline and work a million hours a week, and mm-hmm. that's how you you know make a killing. But dude, I'm amazed when I meet people that work eight or ten hour days and they live an hour and a half, two hours away from where they're working at. No, I man. meet guys that up would in kill the New York guys do it a lot. Yeah, guys that work in New York City, yeah. holy shit, dude. They'll drive from the middle of Pennsylvania every day, there mm-hmm. and back. Yeah. You know, they'll That's live way too much. It's crazy. And traffic is horrible. So we need to tap into them guys and get them to listen to the show. Yeah. I know a bunch of them. Yeah. yeah. Spread the word. So yeah. I'm going to be, um, I don't know, maybe Ben, you know, I don't know if you're going to be around. You'll be out there touching people's pipes, <laughs> you <Yeah>. know. <laughs> when? I'm going to work on doing a, uh, I want to do like a, like a tutorial video on how to listen to podcasts. Oh, yeah. Because I don't think my people know, you know, blue collar guys, I don't think they know what the fuck a podcast is. Everybody thinks it's like a YouTube channel with a bunch of guys wearing headphones and talking to microphones. They're like, oh, I thought that was a podcast. No, that's a fucking TV show, dude. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) It's kind of like, um, uh, like Stern. Stern had, people, had the, it was audio and videotape both, yeah. so you kind of had both both ends of it. It's the same thing with the podcast. You had yeah. that option anyway. I mean, so it's basically an internet radio station. Mm-hmm. That's what we're doing here. But but people don't know how to tap into it and listen to it. 
Yeah, that's most people I talk to. We talked about it yesterday, too, that they have no idea how to listen to them. Yeah. You keep mentioning yesterday, but I deleted yesterday. I know. Well, so nobody knows what the fuck we said yesterday. <laughs> we talked about touching each other's peckers. It doesn't matter. It's deleted. <laughs> They'll never know if it really happened. We never finished <laughs> but, the mummers thing. I don't but know where you'll it know. came from. We're, dude, we're still going on that. Okay. Anyway, so, so, so let's we're going to discuss the mummers, and I want to bring up the fact that all three of us met at the Philly shipyard. Yeah. And dude, I got some stories. I want to I want to discuss some of the funny shit that happened down there. It was a strange place. And some it of the characters. I've met so many unique humans down there. Yeah, I loved it. Yeah. You loved it? <laughs> I mean, I miss it. Sometimes. Fucking lunatics, yeah. dude. Yeah, lunatics. You miss the people, but you don't miss the place. Yeah. Well, really the work. The work was fun, but it wasn't Yeah. The reason you went there. I don't know if it was fun all the time though. Well, you were in a pipe. Like when we were, uh, pipe shop. You know, that sucked. What's that? You were, you were, you were not in the fun part. You yeah, had to you be weren't in kind the of fun part, part either, Ben. You I was were in welding in fucking six inches of water in the middle of the winter time. <laughs> yeah, that Dude, was that fun. Was fucking <laughs> yeah. fun. No, it was only fun when it, 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 it only wasn't fun when it was about 40, between 33 and 40 degrees and pouring rain out. Yeah. Uh, those days blow. Yeah. That's fun. Or when it was like 90 plus degrees and you were in a tank that was about 150 where yeah. you were standing and you were welding or cutting, that sucked. Yeah, that's good fun. So about the sweat's 70% of the time it sucked. It really sucked when you had like old ballast water in the ballast tanks and I had to go back down in there. Oh, it stunk so bad. Remember? Dude, I've yeah. never, uh, it I've smelled never like, smelled anything like that. It smelled that. like dead fish. But, yeah. it, but, but like dead fish and mud. I was down there one time where there was some weird film. Yeah. Yeah, that's called like, the Delaware River. What is that <laughs> shit? It looks like spider webs. Yeah. All over. Yeah. yeah. Like, like cellophane almost in spots. Yeah. It was like sheets weird. of it hanging off over everything. River jism. Mm -hmm. That's Are the we, name of this episode. you go on the jism again. I'm River stuck on jism, man. I'm stuck on jism. I've been on that word for a while. Yes, yeah. I have. love jism, dude. Where did that come from? It's a real word. Is it? It's jism, man. Where do you think jizz comes from? My penis. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so are we doing the mummers or are we doing shipyard stuff? All right, I'll let's, let you, um, let you make let's the determination. Let's dive into the mummers and let's discuss how fucking strange it is and why does our city... Because at this point, it's all of our city here. Even Ethan, the Missourian, you from yeah, the South, so generalized. Yeah. You know, gypsy family from the South. Yeah. He's a gypsy, too. Yeah. Yeah. We're all... No, not is you. It, oh, I just, was in the military. I was, yeah, well, yeah. I lived yeah. a gypsy lifestyle a little is while. Is it just one time a year they do this? One time a year, dude. New and year. they practice all year round. They have little, like, uh, get-togethers where they, like, do choreography and they... I seen them out in the Ikea parking lot one Yeah, time. they definitely practice underneath the 95 uh, overpants right there. Yeah. Yeah, they practice there a lot. I used to skateboard like right there, and they would like yell at us and shit. Get the fuck out of here! I'm like, I dude, I don't know who is doing something wrong here. You're preparing to dress up like a woman once a year. I am fucking skateboarding illegally. We're both wrong right now. So, so they also play or, instruments. Has anybody yeah. ever heard? Because they didn't sound great. Well, Playing like instrument bands. is hard. It's so. like a band, right? Yeah, but but do they play well? I think that uh, I'm amazed that they don't get backlash from the gay community, you know? I Why? mean, it's kind of like, because, dude, they're like fucking making fun of people dressing up like women. Is it? I don't really even understand it at all. 
I, I don't understand I, it I either. I was doing last year and I watched like they watched the whole thing. Dude, I go down there and watch them. So what happens is they all get together at four in the fucking morning. Yeah. In box trucks and school buses, they load up with as much alcohol as the entire world can contribute at one moment. Okay? So they have, like, you know, giant water trucks full of beer following them the fuck around. Wait, they drink all day? Do they drink all fucking day. Jared will be annihilated by 7 a.m. Wow. Yeah. Don't they walk a lot? They walk a lot, dude. They walk so much... And then when you yell at them, they're like, ah, yeah, take a picture with me. I'm dressed up like a woman. I mean, 364 days a year, I'll fucking say the most homophobic shit I possibly can. Yeah, but like today, it's fucking great. Yeah, this one guy was all excited about it at the bar. He's like, oh, I think my cousin's in it. It's going to be sweet. <laughs> going to be sweet. <laughs> I don't think so. It's going to be sweet. So, I mean, I don't know. Like, in relation to Mardi Gras... What happens mm-hmm. at Mardi Gras? You you guys are from the South. What is Mardi Gras? Oh, I'm from part of the South. Never did anything like that. You've been to New Orleans? <laughs> Have you been to Mardi Gras or no? No, I never made it to Mardi Gras, but I bet to me, it, it, I don't know. It's don't different. Know it's is. a different thing. Mardi Gras is just about. Um, well, land. it's a different celebration. I it's know very. That. Ca- it's a very Catholic thing. Really? Honest. Yeah, yeah. What is it for? It's it's for Lent. It's so, uh, it's. Uh, you know, Lent's oh, that time Tuesday where you, yeah, they raise hell right exactly. before they fast. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's the. We idea. should go get the Catholic in the other room. That's, you know, taking care of my screaming ass kid, and probably yeah. doesn't want to talk to me right now. Probably looks like I'm totally wasting fucking family time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's what that's about. This is so. If a little bit of the background via Wikipedia, which you know is reliable and unreliable at the same time. Hey Ben, I'll stop interrupting you. What do you mean? <laughs> I just I just keep interrupting you. I'm going to stop doing it right now. All right, cool. So uh, it basically came from the 17th, mid-17th century European custom of visiting your neighbors between Christmas and New Year's. This has been going on since the 1700s? Not this specifically. So it used to be that when the Christmas holiday... You know, yeah. You wouldn't just visit family. You'd go visit your neighbors and bring them things, or they'd give you stuff. Or yeah, yeah. You kind of have go. You go visit everybody. You know, so it sort of transformed from that into around the apparently in the 1800s, a bunch of young working class guys dressed up in weird costumes, just raising hell. So they drink, they, it says they would shoot guns in the air and yell at the top of their lungs and just kind of raise hell, uh, go into bars and demand free booze and stuff like that. Still kind of true. So uh, all the way through the 1800s, this was a thing, and the city of Philadelphia had tried to stamp it out, like tried to keep it from happening, tried to keep it from happening. It got bigger and bigger and bigger until more people were doing it. And finally, they, they realize that there's no way we can get rid of this stupidity. We've got to... Embrace it. Yeah, yeah. we gotta, we got to make it a thing. So they... Uh, what was it? It was like um, around, 18, around the turn of the century, the city government decided that you could do all that nonsense, but as long as you were part of a registered club and that you did it in a specific you know on a specific day and did a parade kind of thing mm. out of it and then they said you know somebody will judge the the performances or whatever the hell you do and uh rate your costumes and all that so they turned it into a contest 
a legalized okay contest. So they can make money off of it, probably. Probably. That's kind of what I think, yeah. dude. Or, to, or to just, like, keep it from getting out of hand, too. Yeah. I mean, I think the whole idea of registering... Dude, some of these costumes, I do know... Uh, like, my cousin does it sometimes and belong to one of the troops or clubs or whatever they're called. And he told me that his costume was, like, 800 fucking dollars or something like that. Like, some absurd amount of fucking money. Like, oh, dude, people That's in Philadelphia... Bonkers. Think about how many mummers there are thousands there's troops over in fucking new jersey there's troops down in delaware county where we're at right now yeah. up in philadelphia it's a big deal northeast philly has a bunch of them is it like a biker club <laughs> <laughs> yeah dude yeah, they're all one percenter mummers yo yeah. i want to see some one percenter mummers man if any of the listeners out there have any one percenter mummers you know i want to i want to talk to them Dude, we should totally talk to a mummer and like actually get like some real perspective, probably more so than our very judgmental, uh, you know. Yeah, because we're not really fans. Yeah, definitely not. Yeah, that's why I think it's a little tough for us to like sit here and say what it is. But I yeah. think that that's also a. I'm trying to be unbiased. I mean, I, I still think it's a little crazy. Well, you called them trannies earlier. Dude, they're dressing like fucking women, dude. Yeah. They're dressing that's, like women. That's definitely drag. I'm just it might saying, be 1800s you know why I get drag, but it's drag. Because people are so fucking sensitive right now that if you make a joke, any joke, any fucking joke in the world right now, somebody gets offended. Oh, for and sure. yeah. I'm not saying that there's merit in people, you know, torturing the gay community. Do we know that that happened? We know that people are fucking brutal and just say fucked up shit. Admittedly, I am a part of the problem too, dude. I used to use the word "fag" like it was going out of fucking style. Yeah. And I am actively attempting to curb who I am because you have to have some form of, uh, you know, courteous and and yeah, politeness. Respect, you know, yeah. dude. Like, I don't want people walking up saying nasty shit to my kid. So, out of clean respect for everybody, I think it's fair to just say, okay, I'm not going to say this. That's mine. Yeah. I'm not. But that, this is the other part of our, our society as a problem is that because I think this way, I now need to force you and you and every shithead outside that I am fucking right and I'm going to stand on my little soapbox and scream at you guys for not being like me. <laughs> that I don't believe in. Right. Yeah. I do what I do, and if you do whatever you want. There may be consequences, but hey, man... I'm doing my part. I'm trying to be a good neighbor. Yeah, know? I feel like it's a lot better now. It used to be rough. What, for the gay community or yeah, for everybody? for the gay community. I think it's getting like, better. When when I was younger, I think my uncle, like step-uncle, kind of turned gay. Yeah? And he got, like, tortured about it? Well, he moved to Colorado. He moved to Colorado? Yeah, like, I don't... Is he out there laying pipes down, too? <laughs> no. <laughs> That's well, a gay no, joke. He might be. But That's yeah, a gay he, joke. I he's, mean, he moved away. Maybe he's yeah. a part of the boar crew. <laughs> <laughs> gets dirty. Gets gets his tip dirty. <laughs> yeah, now I don't. I mean, I I lived with a gay dude before. Yeah. Yeah, in New Jersey. Like really? When I first came up here in dive school. Let me ask you this: We're all we're all straight guys sitting here. Like, dude, I think that it's it it's. For the sake of becoming comfortable with being around people that are different from us, yeah. you know, like you came from the south. I remember coming up here. There was a lot, like a cultural awakening for you, Ben. Yeah, I don't know. Sure. You and I met long after you came up. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe there was for you as well, where you you just hell even me, dude. In the '90s, it was not 
the way it is right now. In the 90s, yeah. to call my friend a fag was not a big deal. Nobody even blinked an eye. I could scream it down the block, and my neighbors would all just turn and be like, this is all normal. This is yeah. all normal. Just little boys calling each other fags, you know? And nowadays, I think that there's a certain amount of uh, sensitivity. I hesitate to say that word because I think that it's being overused right now. But I also think that life has this pendulum kind of effect. So, like, when there's, when there's like, a correction, you know, it swings real hard the other way. And then it eventually kind of smooths out and kind of finds a happy medium, you know? Right now, everybody's ultra sensitive about certain words, certain hot topics. No bullying, no this, no that. The bullying thing, I think, fuck you, dude. It's (laughs) good luck with that, man. It's not going to happen. There's always going to be bullying. And I think there was, honestly, I'm not saying it's acceptable, but there's always going to be a certain amount of um, hatred. You know, people are going to mm-hmm. be people are going to have a fucking reason. I don't like Ethan's stupid fucking beard. He yeah. looks like a fucking young Santa Claus <laughs> or a lumberjack or uh, a bear. He's a little bear cub. I fit just, right in at Starbucks, though. I just I'm, I should have got a beanie. Should have got a beanie, dude. Yeah, if you got a beanie, if also, you got a beanie, you, they no would skinny jeans. The jeans give you away, man. <laughs> yeah, but the boots and the, and boots the fact are that you, too fucking dirty, dude. Yeah. yeah, they have to be almost brand new if you're going to fit in. Like the yeah. stylish ones. No, yeah, no, no, they you can be to, those boots. No, you would have to wear like a pair of Adidas shoes or um, uh, what's Ben got on? Chuck Taylors? Yeah. You could wear the Chuck Taylors. If you wore Chuck Taylors and a beanie, dude. But they have to be immaculate, though. I'm pretty sure somebody in Starbucks would try to suck your penis. <laughs> yeah, that easy? It's a I'm jeans, not saying though, I'm that homosexuals you. hang out in Starbucks. I'm just saying that I go to Starbucks often. And I see a lot of homosexuals in there sometimes. Did you see me working in there? What do they call those? Breweries? Baristas. Barista. Yeah. You yeah. want a job at Starbucks, dude? I fucking love Starbucks. I will get you a goddamn job. I Maybe know. Maybe if I could wear that hat. If you could wear a beanie? No, your hat. My hat? I'm glad that <laughs> listen, somebody listen, finally acknowledged that I'm wearing wear a hat. fucking straw hat in my house. There's no reason for this right now. I'm fucking ridiculous. It's this, a prop. I'm a fucking cartoon character, okay? Yeah, yeah, it's a prop. <laughs> You're like, you know what? The, the Yardbird Tuna show is not, not anything. Without a big straw hat on the on the on the video. I mean, I'm really trying to amp it up because yeah. we have we have video now. Yeah. I'm hoping that the YouTube channel we can start getting some fucking motion on that thing. I think we made it. You think we made it? <laughs> we made it, boys. Yeah. All ten listeners. We we doubled. Last week I was talking to that guy Bobby and I was like, uh, I said, listen, man, you're killing it right now. He is, dude. His videos are fucking like he is doing awesome. He yeah. almost got his ass beat though. He was telling this story and I watched the video today. Uh, he went up to prank these guys that work for a chimney sweeping company, and they were some pretty hard-looking dudes. They were, like, scary-looking guys. Yeah. And he started, like, joking with them and, you know, messing around with them, and they didn't think it was fucking funny at all. What's he... I, I didn't finish that episode. And what was he trying to do to him? Uh, just joke with him, and, like, he, 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 uh, he acts like a gay guy oh, okay. that hits on straight dudes, you know? Yeah. And he walked up to this dude who was a lot shorter than him. Because Bobby's a big, tall dude. He's, I think he's like 6'2", maybe. Yeah. Okay. So he's not... I mean, he towers over me. I'm, I'm 5'6", and I was like, I wouldn't fuck with this guy, you know? But these dudes were probably like my height and skinnier. Mm. And they were like, I'm going to fuck this old guy up. <laughs> you, know, like, <laughs> you don't mess with chimney guys. <laughs> yeah. Uh, is that the rule? <laughs> is that the fucking... <laughs> You know, the chimney guys, that's where we draw the fucking line <laughs> yeah. at, huh? Yeah. We clean chimneys and we'll fucking shoot your ass <laughs> yeah. in a heartbeat. 
Anyway, I watched the video, and they definitely like started getting real nasty with them, and I was like, whoa. You, you ever watched The Amazing Racist on YouTube? The Amazing Racist? Yeah, you never heard that guy? Oh, He's I just, want to now. Oh, well, you ought, you ought to see it. It's it's funny. It's tongue-in-cheek. It's meant, to be, it's meant to be It's meant to be to kind of poke fun at racist yeah. groups, right? Yeah. Um, but there's one part where he's uh, he's doing something to antagonize this 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 guy. It's a I think I could be wrong, but if memory serves me, it's a uh, it's uh, a black guy walking with his white girlfriend, and the guy starts saying some messed up stuff to him, and he straight up knocks him out, just boom, wow. and he goes right down on the ground, and his girlfriend's trying to hold him back from beating the ever loving hell out of the guy. If you're doing comedy like that, that's pushing people's buttons, that kind of stuff's gonna happen. Oh, it's gonna yeah, happen. Yeah, you're gonna I have somebody some that just like it. you mess their day up to the point where whatever's keeping them from from beating the hell out of you is gone, and they go after. You. Well, so I always say this. I think, I think we need the mob. Yeah. You well, know what I mean by mob. that? You know what I mean by that? So in the 70s and the 80s and partially in the 90s, I noticed there was a little bit of respect out there in the sense that, like, you didn't fuck with that guy because you just don't know who he is. So, like, in the mob days, you, like, if you had a real issue with some guy, like, if you were a shop owner and the guy across the street that owned the fucking bar was pissing you off real bad, you had to go ask an important person in the neighborhood... Who is that guy? Because I'm getting tired of his shit and I'm going to knock him the fuck out or I'm going to do something worse. Yeah. There is no no more of that. And I, I say it as like kind of a joke, but I'm, it, it's not really... I, like, I'm trying to explain... We don't respect each other anymore. Courtesy is There's what you're talking There's people on Facebook right now that will say any fucking thing that they want. Because there's no backlash of getting, right. you could get punched in the fucking face. I think I we ought to be able. You. I think dueling should come back personally. <laughs> dueling, dueling. Think, not like with pistols at twenty uh, paces. I mean with swords. Oh, that'd be if uh, somebody's got three foot of steel and is going to poke you with it because you said something stupid, you're a lot more likely to a, not say it, or b, apologize. I just think it's 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 severely frowned upon to punch people in the face anymore. You know, well, yeah, now you do true. jail time or you do like uh, you know a couple nights. And you get some serious fines. You know, you're you're a hostile person. It fucks up your career. You yeah, can't get a yeah. job. But I mean, let's be realistic, man. I'm gonna say this, and people might get upset. But dude, violence solves problems sometimes. I'm well, just I, saying. I feel like it's the judge's fault. That yeah. A lot of this happens, like everybody being sued. Yeah. I mean, the judge has to sign off on it, right? Well, uh, uh, depends on that uh, judge and jury. Yeah, yeah. 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 But That's I mean, interesting. They're letting everybody get away with. Like so the everybody's little kids, got... like being trannies and shit. You see that? What is it? Like the little kids, like yeah, yeah, switching over. To... Mm. Uh, I don't, I don't know, dude. But that's like I don't know if I want to discuss that on no, here. No, but we but don't I'll have say to. But this, I'm just man. saying, like the judges. I are, think like if you get mad at somebody, hit him in the face. He probably deserved it. Yeah. But the judge is going to come down on you, and then you got to do like anger management for 10 weeks. Yeah, you know? what yeah. you're talking about comes back to that bullying thing. Like, because when we were kids, if some, in, you realized at some point, if you were picked on as a kid, you had to stand up for yourself or it was going to keep happening to you. Yeah. And right. so you decided, enough of this shit. I'm going to fight this kid if he keeps talking shit to me. And, and you had that capability. 
Now, if I hit somebody, if I was a kid, right, and this boy had been picking on me for months and months and months out of the year, making my life a living hell at school, and I turned around and I clocked him, I'm getting expelled. Not detention, not suspension, expelled out of that school for defending my for standing up for myself. Yeah. And yeah. that's wrong. And then his mom and dad will sue the school district, probably. Or yeah. you, your parents. Yeah. It's crazy. I don't like it. That's nuts. Well, I mean, there's a whole issue with um, accountability. You know, like, so, like, kids nowadays, like, like the latest, I call it a fucking trend. Kids get so stressed out at school that they go home. And they fucking put a trench coat on, and then they go in the next day with a bunch of fucking handguns and an AR-15, and they're so wound tight because you fucking told little Johnny that even though this cocksucker over here, Bruce, is beating the shit out of you every day and fucking with you and saying nasty shit on fucking Facebook or whatever... You, little Johnny, you sit here and you be a good fucking boy and don't do nothing. Yeah. Don't do nothing. Yeah. So then little Johnny's losing his fucking marbles trying to figure out how do I solve this problem. And instead of, you know, going over to Bruce or whatever the fucking bully's name is and just busting his fucking nose. Yeah. Instead, he loses his fucking mind and he's like, all right, well, there's no hope here. I'm going to get a fucking gun and I'm going to shoot that kid and I'm going to shoot all the other fucking kids that laughed at me up. And I'm not saying this to be sympathetic to a kid getting bullied, but I'm saying that there's a different solution here, you know? And if that means some boxing classes or MMA or a fucking kick, you know, well, no, like... Well, you still uh, can't hit the kid. That's the thing. Is you dude, can train. He can that. be a freaking black right belt now, and you're still not allowed to hit somebody who's bullied. I will be the first bullied. asshole in America then that's going to say this. And I don't think either one of you two fellows sitting in front of me are going to disagree. But my kid, I'm going to tell her, if somebody's bullying you, you break their fucking nose. Oh, yeah. So we've, we've, yeah, we've already that. talked. We all have kids, right? Yeah. So, yeah. I think... I'm not fucking doing this shit, dude. I watch too many crazy fucking kids out there. I feel and like... I don't, I don't know. Is it our generation or... It's, it's kind of like the in-between. Because most of my friends are the same way we are. Yeah. yeah. You know, tell your kid, just I think up. I think it is our generation, though, that is is creating like a... Uh, or maybe maybe it's like... So I'm older than you guys. I'm 38. What do you got? You got me by a year. I got you by a year? Yeah. I think it's the generation a little bit above us that has uh, teenage kids, kids right kid. now. Oh. Yeah, that's what I'm... I think it's... So, like, say, forty yeah. mid-40s, their generation has these, you know, teenage kids that are fucking wound tight. And everybody's trying to be the nicest guy. The problem with, I don't know, we, we do, we went so deep on this conversation. <laughs> everybody's trying to be so fucking nice. I want to teach my kid to be super nice. We're going to be super nice. We're going to save the whales. We're going to do all this shit, dude. That's cute and all that, but it's a dog-eat-dog world, dude. There's mm -hmm. no such thing as... Uh, you know, ah, the fucking mummers, dude. The mummers. Where the we fuck did that? Right. I don't know. We, we got the history on them. They dress confused. like women. We're we still don't know confused. why they do what they do. Are we gonna go see them tomorrow? Anybody gonna go see them? <laughs> no. 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 Is it tomorrow or today? It's tomorrow. It's New Year's Day. Parade's tomorrow. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm not going to watch it. You're not gonna go watch it? It'll be on TV. Yeah. I won't even turn it on on TV. <laughs> no, I'm not worried about that. Not I'll probably be here tonight. editing this thing. Dude, the fucking, uh, I'm like a psycho about this stuff. I'm more worried about the technical stuff, dude. I just want you guys here to say funny shit, and then I'll say other funny shit on top of it. But this thing is like loud as fuck right now. Can you hear that? The laptop? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of like it a... Loud? 
So. Uh, I think it's because of the video. It's I have um, I have two apps open at the same time running. Was it hot? Yeah, it is getting a little fucking. Oh. They make little... cooling pads. Uh, if 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 it becomes a thing, but those also have internal fans. Uh, but it may be quieter than the. Yeah, it's pretty loud. PC fan. I'm ready to stick it on a block of fucking nitrogen. You know, like this. Because you got those down. just hanging out. Oh, yeah, here, let me... a little dry ice. <laughs> dry ice right there. We used there. to do that. Remember in the shipyard? Yeah. So put like oranges in it and throw them. Good segue, dude. And yeah. throw them. Yeah. See, you guys, you guys had people. all that stuff. I was in a whole weld. <laughs> you, well, thought, I think it you was, threw frozen we had oranges guns, at people? Though. Yeah, like bananas. Was you not there? <laughs> no, did you deck? do this still? Well, the engine team had it because they would... Yeah, they froze the... Uh, so people don't oh, know... Oh, for shrinking the... the the studs. Bolt, yeah, yeah, you yeah, shrink the bolts, bolts so that the, way you uh, for the engine. Yeah, so for the They tried that with the, the prop the one time to do put the propeller on backwards. Get the fuck. You can't put a propeller on backwards. You can put a propeller on backwards. <laughs> yeah, I think yeah. you did. It's, it's a fan. It's, no, really no, you no. think you did? <laughs> it's it's um the, the, the shaft is tapered. Oh, that's right. And that's right. The that's internal right. diameter of the propeller is tapered at the same rate. Yeah. So if you put it on backwards, it's like anything else that's tapered. It'll bottom out before it's on fully. Right. Yeah. And they put it on backwards the one time. And then oh, they shrunk this. it on with liquid nitrogen. And then they throw... They, uh, and then they, they, it still wouldn't... The, the nut, the big nut on the back yeah, still yeah, wouldn't yeah. seat. Well, they sh- they stripped it, didn't they? Didn't they strip that nut out? something we had to call the Koreans. Yeah. yeah. Right? And send yeah, them yeah. Over. Yeah, yeah. Well, they had sent big, out a... It was a big mess. Yeah, well, fuck that place. Now we can tell all the secrets that we were getting in trouble for back then, but they stripped out this giant fucking nut on the back of the ship. No, that was the uh, that was the steering gear, wasn't it? Is that what it was? And then they had to re-thread they it? Put a, they put a come-along on it. They were. Uh, I'm sorry. They were directed by their management yeah. to put a come-along on it. Yeah, because that guy's a fucking genius. And it stripped... Strip that. No, that was definitely the steering gear. And then there was a another time where the engineers ordered the wrong fucking flywheel, so they had to spend like some insane amount of it was money. Like Eight million, I think. It yeah. was a lot of money. It was. And they An had a certain amount it. of money to have the the fucking lobes on the flywheel cut off. Well, by this giant spinning machine, it was it was like the, they milled it. If right? they milled yeah, it down, yeah. they milled they milled the counterweights down, and yeah. then they put mm-hmm. lightning holes in it. So they cut holes in the flywheel. It, actually, funny story about that. I mean, I don't know if you guys uh, knew it, but that that made that flywheel like almost like a custom flywheel for that yeah. engine. And it did well. You know more about that than I would. That it was actually more efficient than the original design. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we wasn't making speed. Because it was too heavy. Yeah. The flywheel, the original flywheel. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You were on the team then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so when they did that, we made we made our, our speed. On and that C-trial. one fucking dummy, the one guy we yeah, worked with, took tired. a fucking video yeah. of it. Ooh, Here's yeah. this top secret corporate, you know, like nobody's supposed to know that the uh, the company fucked up royally. Maybe well, that's no, why nobody... The company didn't fuck up. They... they uh, the customer ordered the wrong flywheel for the for the motor. Oh, really? Is that yeah. what it was? Yeah. I always thought it was the engineer because remember the one engineer left the company shortly after that. I I don't think that had I don't think that was directly uh, the relation. I to thought that. it was because he chose those components together. No, he didn't. Uh, the they they didn't order the uh, company didn't order the parts. Customer ordered the parts. Oh. Especially the the, the, yeah, I think the drive was, components. They didn't. I don't. They didn't want it all over the news. You know what I mean? Because it just looks bad either yeah. way. Yeah. Yeah. 
Nobody wants to know that their uh, piece of shit company doesn't know how to manage their money very well. All right, so you're well, saying the that the money they... thing is different, but no, oh, that that was yeah. actually not a screw up by the yard. Yeah, and and it was it was a mess up on the customers' end, and it actually was better in the long run for the vessel. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I'll say this: now that we've found a beautiful segue into the fact that we're all shipyard guys and we have some stories down there, oh let's do story time, man. Let's do story shipyard story time. What where, do you think? Now, where did you mostly work at? I was in dock. I was in dry dock for uh, doing uh, four ship uh, construction. Okay, that was my that was my main thing. We and were, then I did quality after that, and I was all over the place. I think we were mostly in five. What? Dry dock five. Yeah. Yeah. For the most part. Yep. Yeah, I mean, that's unless we were uh, doing, like, testing yeah. while it was still in four, but... Not very often would we make it to four because yeah. we had problems on the first, the vessel beforehand. Yeah, when I, be when I was in five, if I was ever in five, it was doing real garbage uh, repair stuff in the engine space primarily. And then uh, Those outfitters, doing testing. they don't know what they're doing. <laughs> no, it was it was usually design issues. Like there was the, like just before I got laid off the first time, I had the shittiest job I've ever had at the yard, uh, except for cleaning the engine. Um, and uh, we've done that. <laughs> yeah, that blows, man. We we were, I was do I was up to my neck in diesel fuel. They wouldn't were you let in us the use. Crankcase? Yeah. Yeah. They wouldn't even let us use scrapers. No. No. And yeah. not even plastic ones. So, and some idiot was welding five feet away. Oh yeah. Yeah. It was it was awful. Well, no, there shouldn't have been no diesel in there unless you were in one of the, the tanks. No, we were using diesel fuel to clean the Cosmoline. Yeah, that's how you have to do it. It was yeah. awful. I mean, if you use Quick Clean, you'll either get high as fuck. Yeah. We were already or you'll loopy. just die. Did they give you respiratory protection? A little bit. Well, they didn't give us a thing. So uh, when I joined TNC, the team that we were on, yeah. I had to do that job. And they, mm -hmm. they sent me down inside the engine and they were like, listen... Uh, we know this is going to take you all fucking day, so, like, just kind of take your time, take breaks whenever you want to. And yeah, I was, like, yeah. one little moron climbing all over the inside of that fucking motor. So, like, anybody that's listening to this, let me explain, first of all, what we're talking about. The motor in a ship is a giant, two-story tall diesel... It's like three stories, man. Yeah, maybe, it's, three maybe stories. it's closer to three stories. Top to bottom, it's three stories. Except that new one was like five, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. it was huge. So it's a the one that fell massive... Over? Oh, my <laughs> God, dude. I, that Let's talk yeah, about that, dude. That's, that's how fucking crazy this shit guard that is. He lives in uh, Pittman. The guy that knocked the motor over? Yeah. It so they really knocked his. over well, a... Yeah, how many millions what? of dollars do you think one of them motors is in? I think... A, I don't know, I could be lot. wrong, but I think it's like 10 or 12 Yeah. Yeah. for that. Yeah, he just knocked it over. It was sitting on stands, and it just kind of tipped well, over. Well, I think he was moving it. He yeah, was well, moving it. it yeah. He didn't do it on... Dude, the guy no, wasn't at fault. Out of it, yeah. yeah, the guy the wasn't at fault. The hydraulics went out on the vehicle, but also the uh, they had... It was steel on steel. Yeah. They didn't have any wood dunnage uh. specced to be packed underneath it to uh, change the friction coefficient so that it wouldn't slide off. <laughs> Yeah. Dude, that was crazy. So it was steel on steel anyway. You're fucking <laughs> multiple millions of dollars giant diesel motor slid off a fucking horse. Can you imagine making that land. call? Dude. I fucked up. Listen, I was I was in the office not two, three hundred uh, foot away from it and it was uh, Could you imagine dude, it was being like that a mini guy, earthquake. dude? That seriously is fucking hilarious. Uh, I mean he kept his job. That's <laughs> 
That's because he didn't fuck up. Well, like, it, wasn't, it was one of those things that, that if you fired the guy because, well, a, a, they probably couldn't fire him because no. they didn't really have any other guys that could do his job. Yeah. And B, it, there was a whole multiple failures that led to that yeah. incident, one of them being the fact that there was not a level road in that yeah. entire facility. <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought. I remember them saying that it was uh, kind of a, a grade that he was going up. And yeah. like a weird, There was like this weird lump grade that he was trying to climb up in. If you ever walked that road before they refinished it, because they refinished it conveniently yeah. after that yeah. happened. Like, oh, we yeah. fucked up. But, yeah, that, those, those, if you ever see those... The, the the Kuros, uh, pictures of machines like that in places mm. like Korea or other stuff like that, their stuff is like laser straight. Yeah. yeah. And level, there's there is there's no expectation that it would drive over something with with a grade or with severe dips in it or anything else like that. Yeah, there's a shipyard down in uh, a little south of New Orleans in the West Bank. It uh yeah, it's super nice. I mean it's like more of like where they build all the barges. Yeah. Not like big ships like we built but it's more i'll tell you this it looked good though even though philadelphia shipyard is old that's the real issue is it's what well over 100 years old those docks the the 40 the 40s there's the 40s oh is that what it is okay all right so i mean they're not that old but they're still they're pretty old plenty old Dude, I've been to some shipyards in this country. Now that I travel, I've been to some shipyards, and I thought, holy shit, we had it pretty good, actually. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You know? The so, southern states are always yeah. shitty. Yeah, dude. I've that been to place some... was redone 2000 when Kverner took it over. So it wasn't like most of the places that we worked in, except for the dry docks, mm. were... We're brand new oh, for yeah. all intents. Well, purpose. you know, if they didn't steal four hundred million fucking dollars from the city, they probably could have had uh, newer dry docks. So that was embezzled by the <laughs> German leadership of Kaverner. And if you went up to the main office building, they had a really awesome concept model of the <laughs> shipyard. So they took an aerial photo, uh, and um, then they built a model on top of it out of paper, out of cocktail sticks or whatever the fuck you use. I don't know. Yeah, but they built kids a popsicle sticks. Yeah, a 3D <laughs> model of the shipyard, like an architectural model over top of it. And one of the things that you notice first off is that there is a giant movable cover over Dry Dock Four. That'd be cool, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah. I and remember, it's uh, not there. And you know those big hexagonal concrete pads? Yeah. Out by KO area, those were the, supposed to be the footers for that. What was that system. supposed to be made out of? Uh, I don't know. It was a steel structure, and I would have finished in aluminum or something lightweight like that. But um, the one I think the one in Germany is aluminum. Oh, they have one. Yeah, it was oh, okay. the, the the Philly shipyard was basically a carban copy right. of the German yard. Yeah. When they yeah. redid it, I remember after that he, well, I'm not gonna say he, but when that engine fell off, I think it was just. Well, it's just like the crankcase, right? That was a whole bloody thing, went. Dude, he uh, smashed well, the whole yeah, side of it. Yeah. Well, it was just too. They they didn't even use the motor. They no. Oh, no, you're right. You're right. We, it was split in yeah, two halves. We, we sent yeah, it back because yeah. I had to move. Because we had a ship in five. Yeah. So I had to move it up, and bring another ship in, which was like crazy because it almost rammed us. Yeah, yeah. Because we had to bring that engine, the broken <laughs> engine over. Ramped. Dude, it was crazy. I was super pissed Dude. that day. All right, so let's listen. I feel like the conversation is getting a little dry here. We're just, we're talking about just 
reminiscing on right. on the on the. But let's go into some of the funny and crazy shit that the shipyards done. For instance, you know, a ship almost rammed one of our brand new ships. We have bounced the ship off of the fucking piers multiples of times. My yeah. favorite yeah. is the. Uh, $40,000 aluminum fucking retractable ladder system that was on the side <laughs> of the fucking stair tower that oh, uh, yeah, yeah, the, yeah. the company never wanted to hire people to watch the ship on like holiday weekends so the wind would blow too hard and rip that fucking thing clean <laughs> we off ripped the... it off like three times <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they had those. They had those near about bulletproof ship ladders from when a navy yard was still around the gangways. Yeah, those things were indestructible. Why would you use something different than that? People cried about them, though. They were like, "Man, we don't like them. They're metal. They're scary." And the the slope, the fact that it wasn't a step, it was a it was like a ramp. Like we would get called all the time about having to fix it, move the ship up constantly. Oh, to keep it keep it from because all the crybabies would be like, "Hey, you know, it's." Scary, so we need to move the ship over. Dude, that like yard, that yard's crazy. Up and so like listen, we're ship. not even maritime engineers or mates or officers on a ship or nothing. It's just me and Ethan and a couple other shitheads that were just fucking pipe fitters according yeah. to our job description. But they would pay us to go do ship watch on the weekends to sit here and watch the tide. And when the lines got slack... Mm. You know, tighten them up when the lines got too tight. And they would be like banjo fucking strings. Wow. Like a three-inch thick fucking hemp rope would be like, bang! Like, dude, one time we broke one of them fucking ropes, dude. Actually... You get really bad hurt when I'm going to nickname oh, him OK. I'm going to nickname him OK, and I think everybody in the room knows who the fuck I'm talking about. But OK, the first two letters of his last name... Yeah, yeah. Fucked up. And we were pulling ourselves back into the dock. The biggest ship that we've ever built down there at that fucking shipyard. A thousand fucking feet long. And this fucking knucklehead didn't let the, lo- the, the, the winch loose. So we were using the winches on the back to kind of guide us smoothly out of the fucking dock. And he's back there yelling at all of us, mm-hmm. telling us fucking morons what to do. Because he's a naval architect and he knows better. Right. Well, he didn't let the one winch know that they need to fucking slacken up. And they weren't paying attention. And the fucking line got tight. And then they couldn't get it off the bit <laughs> down on the pier. So we got, like, I don't know, eight or ten guys on each side of the pier that are walking the ship out. They're the guys we hired separate. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. So they're walking the ship out with, uh, and they basically like loosen up the line and then they'll move it down to yeah, the next bit yeah. and then walk the ship out. They didn't loosen it in time enough and it was too fucking tight. And then the fucking line just like blew to pieces and shot back towards the ship at like a thousand fucking miles well, an have, hour. Yeah, you have tugs pulling you too. Yeah, yeah. dude. Like, like there is a lot of pressure yeah. on these fucking lines. And, of course, you know, because he's a big shot, nobody said shit about the fact yeah, that he it was caused his fault, that. Yeah. Well, know? I'm telling you, old heads at the yard would tell us about guys getting cut in half with lines. Oh, yeah. Dude, I'm telling you, man, it's like a for real thing. He told me about, you know, guys having issues out on barges with metal. metal. Uh, that's probably why they oh, don't use rope. metal no more. You know, they yeah. use... Uh, yeah, you'd be surprised. Like, I mean, down in, like, south, I mean, they still use the Well, it's the fucking cables, wild stupid. west down yeah. there. But, yeah, you know? they... Yeah, it's pretty wild. Yeah. So anyway, what do we have for crazy stories? Dude, I'm going to tell you about... I, I, I know. I already started talking. 
Dude, ahead. it's my turn. It's my turn. <laughs> it's his podcast. Dude, it's, me... it's always his turn. Oh, stepping on my dick right now. Uh, stepping on my dick. Oh, that hurt you a little take bit. It. You okay, take so it. where was I? <laughs> uh, let me tell you, dude, when I was going through the apprenticeship program down there, there was this guy, Jeffy. I'm not going to use Jeffy's last name, but Jeffy was an eccentric human. I would love to have Jeffy on this fucking show. I don't know if I know who that is. No, because he wasn't there very long. Okay. Dude, this dude was so wacky goofy. It was it was a, a fucking spectacle. So, like, he would try to argue with all of us. And um, he was kind of a silver spoon kid. He grew up in Old City, Philadelphia. His parents ship with you. Yeah, and his yeah. parents were lawyers. Apprenticeship was a pressure cooker of the weirdest people. So all this shoved guy, in a tiny, boring place for three months. This guy apparently his whole concept at that moment in his life was uh, his parents were hard conservative, and uh, because they're lawyers and and they're small business owners, and he did not think like that at all. So he thought, I'm going to submerge myself in a more <laughs> liberal environment with Democratic union people. So he decided, I'm going to get a union job and go work with the working force. He should you know? have picked any other place but that <laughs> dude, if he wanted a union job. Was that like, was not a union you're job. You're in the wrong fucking place, dude. So, um, so that guy who had no mechanical aptitude whatsoever in his life. Well, it's probably why he ended up at the. At the well, dude, he couldn't. He couldn't pass his welding tests. He couldn't yeah. do. He couldn't do anything. So he used to get real frustrated because we would like laugh at the shit he did, dude. So like, he sat out back at the the bench grinder that was in this fucking storage container, and he used to sharpen the fucking chipping hammer. But he would wear his welding gloves, which are big and fluffy, and you know, I mean, that was know. your class. Yeah, oh, dude. you idiots. So or he, this guy, he Sorry. was wearing his welding gloves, holding this fucking chipping hammer, which looks like a little tiny tomahawk, you know. And I'm sure he was instructed because I was instructed at one point to keep my gloves on while using a bench grinder, really? which is like. The worst idea. The total ever. opposite of what you're <laughs> yeah. supposed to do. But continue. I'm sorry. So Jeff, you found out why it's a bad idea. <laughs> Jeffy's over here sharpening his little chipping hammer because he needs to get all the slag off those welds so that we can properly see his dog shit fucking welds. <laughs> <laughs> so he would sharpen that chipping hammer like every two fucking hours for like half an hour each time. I'm telling you, we were concerned that we, he was going to try and stick it in somebody's fucking head. All right, dude? Like, So we had a kid We had a kid that we nicknamed Sling Blade because <laughs> he was over there one day shining the shit out of this piece of metal. And we're like, yo, bro, what are you doing? He's like, I'm making a scythe. <laughs> a, a what? A scythe. Like, you know what the Grim Reaper's got. I'm like, a scythe? Yeah. I'm like, why are you doing that, buddy? It's like, I'm going to make Wolverine claws out of them. <laughs> no, no, no BS. He didn't last too oh, long either. Oh, shit, dude. That's fucking funny. Yeah. Oh, man. And remember the guy that used to uh, instruct the welding school, Tommy? Good dude. Tommy, yeah, Good dude. dude. Tommy was an older guy, dude. He used to work down the shipyard in Chester and then came up there and worked at the Navy Yard yeah. when it was uh, actual Navy. That guy was so fucking funny, dude. He I don't know if it was your class or maybe around that time, but he said a guy used to sit in his booth and pull the curtain closed behind him 
and he wouldn't do shit all day long. <laughs> he would just stare at the fucking wall. So Tommy would get real nervous, and he'd be like, all right, bud, you're going to have to practice some of them welds. A test the end of this week. Okay, I will. And the guy wouldn't do nothing. Like so Tommy, sleep? no, he was just like sitting in there crazily staring at the fucking wall. <laughs> Didn't do shit, dude. So Tommy was like getting real nervous and he's like, oh man, I don't know. So the way Tommy tells it, he goes, yeah, dude, I went home. I went into my fucking garage. I pulled my punching bag out. I started hitting that motherfucker again. I figured, you know what? If this little crazy motherfucker <laughs> thinks he's going to get my ass, I'm going to fucking pump him in his goddamn head before he gets a chance. Oh, we, had, we, we didn't have that guy, but we had a kid who came in and he would strike an arc and just blast the rod all over the plate. He didn't actually weld with it. He would just burn the rod. Really? And he would do this, you know, but for about 15 minutes in the morning, pick one up, blow it out, pick one up, blow it out, till somebody else had finished their plate. Then he'd go grab it, hit it with a torch to warm it up, and then stick it in his booth and go wander off. <laughs> oh, and he, he wouldn't just... be back until lunchtime. Damn. And then he'd do the same thing after lunch. He'd disappear again. And yeah, that went on for a couple of weeks before they figured out what he was doing. They caught him way down the end of the dock. I don't know, bullshitting with a buddy. He was jerking off. He's holding it's a fishing like, rod. Crazy how much you could jerk off all day there. Dude, it was yeah. insane how much it like if you found like if you were the guy that was like inconspicuous and could blend into the background, you could get your assignment in the morning and walk the fuck away. You could probably hop the fence if you found a way to. I'm sure that there's probably... They used to do that. Yeah. I'm sure that, that there would be a way to fucking get out of that yard. Yeah. There were guys There were guys that were down at the bar the whole day. And yeah. they would just badge back. Yeah. The I knew a guy that stole one of the contractor's badges. Really? And then he would, like, walk out. He'd punch out their name. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. And then he would come back at, like, 2.30. Crazy. He did this for a long time. And then stealing shit. I mean, how many guys yeah. stole shit out oh, of that yard, dude? That was all the dude. time. There were guys <laughs> that were wrapping entire 100-foot welding cables around their chest and and putting their jackets on Damn. and walking out and scrapping the copper. <laughs> Crazy. On a regular, they had one guy that was crushing the tips down, like all those copper consumable tips. Yeah, He yeah. would crush them down into little foil sheets and stick them in his lunchbox. Crazy. And just, That's just, like dedication. Oh, man, he would get... Like, like pounds of the stuff out like every Johnny day. Cash song. Yeah, I know. That's Johnny <laughs> yeah. Cash Cadillac. Yeah. 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 That's pretty wild. That I, the yard was fucking nuts, dude. I remember uh so what about like the uh, the rumor about the uh, German contractors fucking in the deck house? The pickle palace? The pickle palace. <laughs> they weren't sure. well about I don't think they were German. They might have been Norwegian. If you ask a Norwegian guy it was a German guy. If you ask a German guy it was a Norwegian guy. The guys that always wear sweatpants and fanny packs. <laughs> They were they were sixty nine and on a beach chair up on the top deck house. Yeah. Get the fuck out of oh, here! Yeah. Oh, yeah. When was this? This it was, was uh, this was right when I first showed up, apparently, or a little bit before. I heard because the guys I worked with <laughs> knew some of the fellas that worked on the gang that. I heard that they were Jeez. they were sunbathing. I didn't hear about sixty nine and. Well, they would like sunbathe that. on the regular, really? on the top deck. Yeah. And that's where the beach chairs came from. But then they found two gentlemen engaged in sexual acts on top of the beach Just chair. Sucking each other's dicks off, man. Yeah. Dude, yeah. that's crazy. Yeah. Like in the middle of the day? That's what yeah, that's why they called it the pickle palace. 
Yeah. You never heard the deck house referred to as the Pickle no, Palace? Yeah, that's why they, that's why they called it the Pickle Palace. <laughs> I mean, uh, the rumor that I heard, I like these, I love these fucking little uh, urban legends. I heard that, like, somebody went over there to, uh, they had to, like, fucking get something out of the deck house, and they found two German guys, like, fucking... You know, yeah. I never heard the 69 story. Yeah, but that's 69, 69 on, on the top deck, yeah. fucking balls naked <laughs> on a fucking beach chair. That's a way better story. Uh, hey, it's it, it was a strange. Well, you get you gotta have something else funny, Ethan. Oh yeah, no, I have a lot of them, but I never heard of that. You never heard uh, that one? Yeah. That was... What about your boy, the electrician from uh, James from Missouri? Is that I mean, where that guy's a weird dude? Do that guy? I get a crush on me. Dude, that guy had, he was the craziest fucking dude I ever met. Dude, he kept coming over like, I'd be busy. And he would just be, I'm like, dude, what are you doing? He's like, oh, I'm just, nothing. <laughs> dude, he worked there for a long time. And he a little never bit older did than anything. Us. Yeah. Oh, I know he's, he's, a, he's a lot older. He's, yeah, he's I know, in I know his 50s you're talking or about. Guy. He was just, yeah, I think he was just lonely because he talked yeah. to anybody. Yeah. Dude, he talked he, to me a lot. I, I think <laughs> he went to divorce or something. He was trying to get me to rent his camper or something. <laughs> That's weird. Dude, that guy, one time he had to disconnect a fucking 480 volt line that was on the ship. And I watched him go over to one of them uh, electrical boxes and he took a pair of bolt cutters <laughs> and snipped the fucking line. <laughs> Holy was it shit. live? Dude, it was live, man. It was like, <laughs> I was like, holy shit. <laughs> he was guy, crazy. Is he fucking dead? Oh, is this guy fucking dead, man? Dude, we all ran over. We thought he fucking died. I thought he electrocuted himself. <laughs> what did he say? He was like. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. Oh, dude, man. he was like, oh, man. <laughs> I thought I turned it off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, holy shit, dude. Yeah. <laughs> I thought I turned it off. Oh, my fucking God, man. I was like, oh, dude, you're going home now. He worked was, there for a long time. Dude, they didn't even blink an eye. No. They were like, oh, it's was, James. He's yeah. a little fucking crazy, man. Yeah, I think they forgot he worked there. And then what about the other dude? That those guys, that electrical crew man, the Stoltz dudes, yeah. they did crazy shit all the time. Yeah. The one sure. dude spun the fucking motor over and knocked over the fucking uh, scaffolding that was attached there. to the. Well, it wasn't attached, but it was out there next to the prop. Yeah. You yeah. know, so like he spun the fucking motor over and knocked a bunch of. I don't know if the dudes got knocked off the scaffolding or. Yeah. It was a crazy place, either. dude. Yeah. yeah, he was uh, moving. I remember that because he was. I think I was down there, and he's yeah. like, "Hey, can I move that?" And I'm like, "Yeah, sure." <laughs> yeah, sure. But, you know, when oh, they, so it's they, your fault. <laughs> they moved the crankcase, you know, to get yeah. into. Oh, but the propeller was engaged. Yeah. Oh man. Well, they had they had. Uh, I'm going to call him Elmo. You're going to probably know who I'm talking about. Hey guys, he pitched a 14 foot piece of steel angle <laughs> off the off the deck. They told him to clean everything up, and he's like, well, this doesn't belong here. Picked it up and pitched it 40 foot into the dry dock. And he fucking speared into the concrete about 10 foot away from a bunch of guys that were coming out of the gang box for lunch. What a fucking dangerous place, man. Yeah. I remember, like, I was, I don't know what ship it was, but we were moving water, and one of the ballast pumps, like, exploded. And, like, hydraulic oil is just going everywhere. It's, like, 6 o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah. And I'm like, 
Dude, this sucks, because we've already, I don't know, it's probably like Friday or something. We've already put in way too many hours. And it was, there was only like one safety person there. It was a girl. Yeah. Oh, oh and, yeah. Uh, so, like, I'm losing so much hydraulic oil. You can just smell it. It's going all over the windows and the, you know, control <laughs> You're room. Kidding. Holy cow. And I'm like, man, what is going on? So, I, like, run on deck. And it was like the starboard ballast pump. It's yeah. just flying oil. I mean, like 500 PSI or whatever it was. Finally get it shut down. And then there's like from the gangway or, you know, the ballast pump all the way to the deck house is just full of oil. And I'm like, man, what am I going to do now? So I call safety. She comes up and I'm like putting all the, you know, the pads on it and stuff. But that's not going to help that and much. Like, then she's like, oh, well, we'll just get this. And she's like, we got to start carrying this shit down. So I'm like, you're out of your fucking mind. <laughs> so I just start throwing them off the ship, the bags, the pigments yeah, on yeah. the dock. She's like, don't do that, Ethan. I'm like, are you going to carry them down? There's like 100 <laughs> bags up here. You're crazy. Yeah. Talk about fire hazard. Mm. Holy cow. Dude, I remember the one engineer that we worked with. Uh, I'm trying to remember. Oh, Ron. Ron. Yeah. Ron was the most self-entitled silver spoon jerk-off kid. So they hired him back. He got fired like three times in a row. And he's a he's a maritime engineer, but his dad apparently is a retired naval officer and works at Lockheed Martin or something like that. Yeah, some bigwig guy. Hmm. Yeah. And dude, he was like such a jerk-off, dude. Like um I never wanted to talk to him. He had like this little Audi S4 one time, dude. He had to go pick up buckets that he bought and bring them back into the yard. <laughs> and he's like, uh, hey, uh, Tuna, can you, like, give me a ride in the golf cart out to my car? <clears throat> and we're driving out there, and I'm like, uh, he's like, hey, man, you like cool cars. You want to, like, check my car out? And I'm like, nah, Ron, not really, man. We got <laughs> shit to do, dude. This dude, I used to, like, flip the fuck out on him, man. Like, at one point, the one was, like, real bad. So he called up somebody on the radio and it was all his shit. He called all of us out of the engine room to come up on deck to clean up some fucking hoses that he left out. And then he stood there in the control room drinking coffee with his hands on his fucking hips watching us. And I, like, started flipping the fuck out. I was, like, ready to throw something through the fucking window at him. So I think, uh, was it me and you that were doing the, the lifeboat test? That we did, like, two of them in the same day on the Exxon ships? Probably. And he just sat in the cargo control room the whole time. And yeah. I was flipping out. I was so mad. It was like freezing cold. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we were grunts. That's what they used us for, you know? He messaged me the other day on Instagram. Get the fuck out of here, really? Yeah, he's like, hey, he's like a weird hippie dude. Well, he lives in Hawaii now. Really? Yeah. He, uh, he messaged me. He's like, hey, man, uh, what do you got to do to be a diver in the Gulf? I'm like, I'm too busy, Ron. I ain't got time to talk to you about that. Man. That sounds to me like he can't make it as a as no. an engineer. Well, he's saying something like on his time off, he wanted to be a diver. I'm like, dude, it oh. takes years to even get in the water. I mean, it takes, you got to be a tender first, then yeah. diver tender, then diver three, two, one. Yeah. And you're lazy as shit, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you're never going to make it. You guys have way more, like, problems with, with, not gonna say management because they weren't properly management, but but like guy entitled guys coming down and telling you guys what to do. We didn't so have bad, that at dude. all. We where worked we were. with a we lot worked, of upper management. Well, we people. worked with a lot of the uh, engineers and architects. Well, and, okay, and stuff it was a like straight that. up idiot, but 
He was a he was an arrogant cocksucker. Yeah, yeah, That's the problem was. I had with him. He just talked to you like you were the biggest piece of shit. And no matter if you just saved some thing, like if you just did some oh hey, by the way, I fixed this and it, it didn't cost us millions yeah. of dollars. Oh, well, what the fuck took you so long? Dude, what? Yeah, what? Yeah. Dude, I'm going to throw you off the side of this well, fucking boat, Well, he graduated man. from the Philly Shipyard School of Leadership. That's that's yeah, what dude. his problem was. So bad, man. So bad. That's why they like guys like that. Uh, Rile the workforce up. Yeah. But I never had that problem. I Most, most of the people that were bosses or leadership around were us were... you considered were, management? Uh, when, I, when I got to when I got to quality, uh, yeah, yeah, I was I was considered management, but I never treated guys like crap. At least yeah, I don't well, think you're I different, did. man. You're you're uh, you just stood between two guys when they were in a fist fight. That's all. Yeah, well, <laughs> <laughs> I plead the fifth. I, I occasionally <laughs> I occasionally got mad at usually team leaders because yeah. it's not the guy's fault. When a guy does something stupid, it's the team leader's fault. Yeah, and if it's yeah. not the team leader's fault, it's the supervisor's fault. Yeah, so. If something dumb on the quality end happened, and you go up and you, you talk to the welder first, like, "Hey guys, how you know what's going on here?" and they'd be like, "Man, I, I I'm not doing it the right way. I know it." Oh yeah. I'm like, okay, well, I okay, so we're both on the same same playing field. Okay, you know you're not doing the right thing. I know you're not doing the right thing. Who told you to do the wrong thing? My team leader. Yeah. And you go to the team leader, say, "Hey man, this is really messed up. You know what's going on here." Fuck you! You don't know anything. <laughs> yeah. Oh, fuck me! Fuck you! <laughs> yeah. And then, then, and it becomes a unfortunately, and this didn't happen that often. It became a dick measuring contest, and quality almost always lost. Really? Even if we were correct, we would still get shouted down by. Uh, well, that's so. because production. You yeah. Know? yeah. It was yeah, all about the sure. production. Yeah. You know. Oh, and then you'd shoot the seam, and it'd fail 100. percent Yeah. And then they'd have to fix it the right way. Right. Way. Yeah. See, I never really got into. That side of it, like yeah. you were on that side, I just tested it afterwards. Cause I was only in the, what the, I guess it, what for Jared's team for maybe six months, seven Not months. Not that long. Yeah. And then Dude, I, I just remembered. Yeah. I just totally remembered a hilarious fucking story about back when you were having some issues. So uh, you. Which ones? Eh, you know. <laughs> 30 milligram ones. Oh, yeah, the good ones. <laughs> the good ones. So this fucking lunatic would bring, eh, you know, he would get stressed out on sea trials. Yeah. <laughs> he would go away for an hour and then come back and he would be, dude, I could see it. I knew what, I knew what it looked like. Yeah. He was tuned up, man. Yeah. He was tuned to fuck up. And it was so funny because we would go to the control room of the ship where there's all these super important people. <laughs> and this fucking knucklehead is walking around grinning, like telling little goofy jokes and shit. High as bird pussy. <laughs> <laughs> sure. High as a motherfucker, dude. I don't think I was sober a day. Dude, his time. eyes were pinned the fuck out, dude. <laughs> oh, he was boy. just out. And he would just, that was the only way that we could get him to laugh. Like, I knew, like, all right, dude, he, right now, Ethan's in his glory. And it's funny because, like. Because <laughs> like, you were so wound up having uh, to deal with crazy. all the dude, BS. Dude, he, he used to get real stressed out. I would get, I, I obviously don't get high, so I would just get violent. I would just get fucking yeah, mad and start screaming. He was just, dude, I think they probably knew that he was high. And they were they like, we're not going to fuck with him because he gets his work done. You know? Like, yeah. <laughs> 
I used to have to do so much shit on sea travel. It was crazy. They would have us do 16-hour days. but uh, minimum. It would kind of... But then they fucked you because, like, uh, they didn't fuck you. I mean, we do. We made a fortune on, on uh, overtime. Yeah. But some guys took advantage. You yeah. would have some lazy pieces of shit like Pedro, and it's not because his name is Pedro or he's Spanish in descent. No, Pedro was simply a lazy fucking scumbag piece of shit. And I'm ready to use his whole fucking name. We touched the nerve here, yeah. didn't we? Dude, I hate this fucking guy to this day. I'm telling you, if I ever see him on the highway, I'm going to tap his rear bumper and watch him slide out and die. Yeah. All right, dude? That, yeah. That's how fucking bad I hate this dude. He was the laziest fucking just slimy piece of shit, dude. This guy... We could do Pedro stories, dude. <laughs> yeah. Dude, he asked... He wanted to be an engineer so bad... And the engineers wore different uniforms than us, worker little ants. <laughs> yeah. He asked for a jacket that said engineer. He was like, dude, well, that you, was me you don't even have to change my pay. You could just give me the jacket. Dude, how fucking retarded well, so are the, you? The man? initial team was, well, everybody was in the engine room. When they split, they stopped using the engineers as much on deck. Yeah. So they, uh, okay guy, brought, yeah, brought yeah. me and Pedro up to the, his office, and he's like, Hey, you know, I really want you two to run the deck from now on. You know, is that going to be a problem? And then Pedro's like, yeah, can we wear the uniforms? And I'm like, <laughs> that's the first question that pops in your head. Wow, not like, he was only worried about a title. Day, like... He was only worried about a title. He didn't care about nothing else but a title. And then we ended up kicking him off the deck anyways. He went straight to the engine room. Well, that was after I left, all that stuff. I didn't know that. But I know in the past, he used to try and yeah. get uniforms that would like look like the engineer's uniforms. Dude, he was just nuts, dude. We would have our little meetings in the morning, and he would sit here and write down everything that the engineer was telling us. And the engineer would tell us, all right, listen, Tuna, you're going to do this. And he would look me in my eyes and say, Tuna, you're going to do this. Pedro, you're going to do this. He would give us our marching orders. Pedro's over here trying to look like a good little boy, like he's a Boy Scout, writing down his little notes in his tiny little notebook. And um, I used to get so irritated that at one point I wrote down, I had a piece of paper and I wrote down, taking notes, taking notes, taking <laughs> notes, and then left it on the fucking thing so that everybody could see it, just because I'm a smart ass. Right. But uh, the second we would walk out, the fact that I was an apprentice and Pedro had a team leader stripe on his hard hat, he would go, oh, okay, Tuna, you're going to do all this. Yeah. Uh, let me know when you're done. Who the fuck are you talking to, dude? There's always My boss was only the engineer. I, I don't know who the fuck you are. In fact, I've been on the team longer than you, you know? Well, we could also go back to the fact that they used apprentices like workers. Yeah, yeah. And and that that is inappropriate. Yeah. That whole apprenticeship program. It's uh, a scam. It, as as good as it was, at, cheap labor, man. That's cheap what labor. it was. That's what it. Be, uh, I mean, that's what it became. I don't day. know. But yeah, I didn't have to do it, so I don't really. You lucky know. devil. <laughs> yeah. Actually, it was I. It, you know what it was? Well, it, it was a in, lot of fun. I, I liked it. Didn't but. you come in as a, um, um, just an outfitter? Oh, I thought you came in as a uh, contractor at first. No, huh? No. no, I hired right in as a. They started doing that later. There was a while there. I think probably when you and I were there. Well, definitely when I was there, where they weren't really hiring guys from off the street mm -hmm. unless you had a, you walked in with a boatload of certification. Yeah, I think um, that's why I came in because I had the the commercial diving 
Yeah, so, yeah. So yeah. they kind of just hired me off on the spot, kind of. I mean, it took me a year to get in, for sure. Yeah. But I didn't have to do the apprenticeship. Well, there was no reason you needed to do the apprenticeship. No. If you were doing what you were doing, then... I don't think there was a reason for me to do the apprenticeship. Yeah. I think if you're me mechanically inclined, I don't think you needed to, you know. I well, got, if you wanted I mean, to do the job correctly, and if they put sure. you with somebody that they could actually have taught you, but once you got out into the field, it was like, wind you up, let you go. Like, yeah. They didn't actually have a structured follow-through throughout your apprenticeship. When they put you with a journeyman, it was just keep this kid out of trouble, not teach him the ways of whatever, yeah. you know. <laughs> Dude, my journeyman was Odie. Oh, Holy yeah, shit, awesome. dude. This guy, man, we were fucking hiding in this little closet. <laughs> we're sitting in this little closet at like 3 in the afternoon, like waiting for the clock to run out. And um, some, uh, what was that dude's name? The guy that kind of talked out of the side of his mouth. He was like, uh, he worked with the Little contract. Army. What's that? Hey, now, uh, short yeah. little, little black guy. No, 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 oh. no. He's an older white dude, actually. Talked out of the side of his mouth. I don't mm. know. He worked with the contractors, though. But uh, oh, so a couple guys that did that. Dude, but... he went to open up the door, mm. and fucking Odie, like, kicked it shut on him. <laughs> <laughs> so then the guy tried to open it again, and he noticed it was him, and he was like, oh, sorry. <laughs> he like, didn't even move. Wow. And I was like, holy shit, what's going on here, man? So, he was in my class. We, we were in an apprenticeship together. Odie? Yeah. yeah. Them yeah, dudes like are wild, he's man. Funny. He's a good dude. Sitting on the fucking toilet for fucking hours at a time, dude. dude. They would fall asleep in there. Dude, they would snore sitting on the shitter in there, dude. But it would get so fucking cold in that yard that, like, I didn't... After a while, I was like, all right, dude, there's obviously a good reason why we're all hiding in here. <laughs> it is motherfucking cold on that ship. See, I was never allowed to hide in the in the... Locker room. We weren't either. That we was just never. Did. I never did that. I. There was, was all some over spots the place. Like you could hide for sure. Oh, I hid on the ship. I yeah. hid on the ship yeah. more because the bathroom was too obvious. Like we. Bathroom was pretty obvious. There were like the side shells. Like oh, in the yeah. engine room, you could like slide, slide down, down, down and actually sleep in there. Yeah, I, did. I actually like, almost slid all the way down did. a bay. Though, yeah, you can go all the way down a lower level. Yeah. yeah. And we did that, and I left my team leader in there. Who's your team leader? Tom. Another douche. Oh, was that the fella? Uh, he became a supervisor? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really? Yeah. He was all mad because I left him in there. We were sleeping in there. You should have duct taped him and thrown him in the river. <laughs> Dude, it was super I fucking funny. hate that he guy, too. He slept for like four hours. Really? <laughs> yeah, it was like the end of our shift. <clears throat> I walked in one of them. Like, uh, I, was, I was tasked with going through the ship at the end of uh, our time in the forward end. To kind of like clean things up and collect equipment. And one time I was walking through uh, one of the um, transverse bulkheads, and you know how they had that little space in between that was technically part of the ballast tank. The void space. Yeah, the void yeah. space in there. So <laughs> I walked through there one time, and there was about thirty carpenters, <laughs> like really? little Just... puppies. They were all like puppies. They were all kind of huddled next to each other because it was cold. <laughs> yeah. It was all below freezing. Up. Yeah, they were all snuggled up. All their belts were dumped into one bay, and they were all hanging out in the next one. <laughs> like that's where they all went because yeah. there was no carpenters. You yeah. didn't see them for like most of the day. Like where'd they all go? Yeah, they were I did all that sleeping to a bunch of painters one time. I opened a valve to fill up a ballast tank, and there's a bunch of painters in there. <laughs> They're like running out of the tank. I'm telling you, man, that was I got one of the in things. Trouble for that. That that scared. <laughs> did you get in trouble? How did you get in trouble for it? Because we were, we're supposed, supposed to, to clear the tank yeah, first. We're supposed oh. to walk out, tag out the tank, but 
That always worried me. We were listing one way, and I'm like, oh, fuck it, just open this valve a little bit. Like, gravity, <laughs> gravity feed it over. Yeah, yeah. And I just see a bunch of Mexican painters running out of the damn thing. I'm like, fuck, dude. I'm telling you, so when I dude. had to go in and do ballast tank inspections, that was one yeah. of the things that scared me the most. Well, I think you guys would let us know what tanks you're going to Oh, heck yeah. Sure. yeah. I used to laugh so hard, we'd have hard, some lazy man. engineer post up at the top for a whole watch, <laughs> yeah. and he'd be halfway down the ship doing something else. I used to laugh because the one, uh, the one painter was very clearly illegal immigrant because his last name was German as a motherfucker. It was like Heidelberg or something like that. And I That's was like, funny. dude, what are you talking about? He's like, no, no, I swear. And I'm like, dude, there's no fucking Heidelbergs <laughs> well, before, in fucking before Mexico. Before you got there, Ice came in and wiped out the paint shop once. Really? Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Wow. There was, oh, at, so least, there was at least two, two kids out on the dock that were hmm. good workers, good guys. Yeah. They got kicked out, deported, whole nine yards. Damn, that's no crazy. No shit, dude. Yeah. yeah they had crazy. a big ice hit and just cleaned the place out. Now, do they the find the shipyard for that? How does I, that work? I don't know. I, I think know. the fact that they're subcontractors, they would go after the company that hired them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because you're supposed to be able to prove documentation that they're, uh, you know, legal workers in the United States, you know? Yeah, but, for sure. Because I worked for a company that did that before in Kansas. Had a bunch of, you yeah. know, immigrants and they... It was like once a year they had to get thirty more workers. Really? Yeah. yeah it was and they crazy. treated them guys like shit. Yeah, dude. Oh. You know, like that's what I, I'll say. I don't know, man. I don't want to get too deep on the politics about that, but dude, those guys had the hardest fucking job in that yard, dude. They would hand them a six-inch fucking orbital sander mm-hmm. and tell them, "Okay, for the next ten hours, you're gonna hold this fucking thing on the side of that metal and go ape shit." Yeah. And they didn't take breaks. They didn't really take a lunch break. They would like, t- dude. They would eat their lunch like right there. They would pull their mask up on the top of their fucking head. Yeah, and that eat was about dusty it. Dusty sandwich, dude. Yeah, they that, had it bad. That dude. stuff's toxic as you all know? hell, oh, yeah, for sure. Dude, the the companies that they would buy them paint from, it was we're all gonna have cancer. We're all gonna die. We're all gonna die. Well, you, you can you can the better the paint smelled when it burned off, you knew the worse it was for yeah. you. Yeah. Because the anti-fouling stuff on the bottom, when that stuff burned off and like filled a tank because they were washing on the outsiders, and it had that kind of sickly sweet smell, you're like, oh, I'm gonna die early. Yeah. <laughs> that was guaranteed. It was Shit, that fucking... one time we were uh, tank cleaning and we ripped off all the paint in the tank. Remember? No. You yeah. ripped off the whole coating? Yeah, the coating came off. Oh, oh I remember, remember they had yeah. to redo the tank. Yeah, yeah we that were, was like 19 or something like that. Yeah, we, no were, kidding. we were on sea trials, and I, we did all of our ballast. And then we had to tank clean the salt water out of it. Yeah, yeah. And it just stripped the paint. <laughs> yeah. And then I'm like de-ballasting all the extra water, and I just paint chunks <laughs> are flying <laughs> off into the fucking ocean no kidding. <laughs> oh shit yeah it's crazy that was a big oh wow yeah big deal yeah you know we just got called normal in when shipyard they bullshit put a blast they blasted through bulkheads all the time the guys yeah. would fall asleep oh, yeah. or leave their blasting rig open or somebody would kick it on the way out of the tank and it blew holes through the bulkheads yeah we had like awesome. one a couple times like in the forward like cargo tank yeah like a, a hole leaking in the void space up forward yeah I like um Speaking of this guy that I mentioned earlier, this guy Jeffy, Jeffy actually did make it out of weld school somehow, and I think they brought him in as a fitter, and I think he was trying to straighten one of the bulkheads with a rake. So anybody that's listening to us doesn't know what a rake is. It's basically a fucking, 
It looks like a rake head that has little tiny rosebud fucking mm-hmm. torch bits on the tip of it. So he was using a rake to warm up the fucking bulkhead and straighten out the steel. And this fucking dummy put the torch down and leaned down to grab something and his hard hat fucking glued to the fucking bulkhead and it popped right off his fucking head. So he had like this five inch fucking hole in front of his Oh man. (laughs) He's goddamn lucky he didn't burn his fucking head though. You know? Because if if he would have leaned on... There were a lot of guys who were just not not with it. Dude, that's everywhere. Everywhere. Construction engine. Like, I like, you know, yeah. the one guy that I used to get in arguments with all the time forgot to fucking uh, put the park brake on his forklift and it rolled down and smashed the living shit out of a UPS truck. <laughs> Dude, what the fuck, man? What the fuck's going on around here? I remember just walking through that yard all the time just thinking, how the fuck does this place stay open? Well, you know? usually, for me, it was how, how, how did nobody die? Yeah. Because there were too many. But people did die. No. I feel like oh, somebody died. A guy died on one of the units. He Heart he didn't die. No, 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 no. Yeah, yeah he, he didn't, didn't die, die any from injury. Yeah. He just died and fell asleep on his lunch break or yeah. something. And then everybody came back to work and they were like, "Hey, buddy." Well, you know? then you know that they declared him dead in en route to the hospital. They did not declare him dead on site. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, we had a painter fall in the slop tank. That was pretty crazy. Yeah, yeah. All the way down. Damn. Bouncing off the. Oh, he's lucky. Man. He's lucky yeah. he hit the slope. Otherwise, yeah. he'd have been a pancake. That was wow. crazy. He was. He, that was the dude that was carrying the tarps up mm-hmm. the ladder yeah. way and fell oh, backwards. Oh yeah, I remember that. Yeah. And he's lucky. It, he's lucky it was that tank because it was sloped, and he's lucky yeah. he hit stuff. Otherwise, he'd have just gone right down on the bottom. Oh, it fucked him up for sure. It's hmm. like a sixty-foot fall. Yeah. yeah. At least. Crazy dude. Shipyard stories, man. You could have shipyard accident stories for a long time. I have plenty of those. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what. We've been going for about an hour and a half now. So we've already well exceeded over this one hour thing that I was trying to do. (laughs) Yeah. But that's all right, man. That was our shipyard stories. We talked about some mummers. What else the fuck did I have written down here? Hey, we got to... Where's the... Anybody who listens to the mummers that actually listens to us, probably unlikely. Where's that call number? Call us and tell us what you think of the mummers and why oh, you love them. I got it written down right here. Oh, yeah. 215. Here, I'm going to leave it over there near Ben. But let Ben say it. Ben's way more... Oh, you want me to put my smooth radio voice yeah, on? Yeah, Ben's more well-spoken than me. I don't know dipshit. about that. Alrighty. So, the call-in number again is 215-867-9966. That's 215-867-9966. Six six. If you are a listener and you love the Mummers, tell us why we're a bunch of pieces of shit. Yeah, I'm sure there's a bunch of backstories to it. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Right? Like I don't know. Families do it for. Ever. Yeah. They yeah. just yeah. dress up and make fun of trannies. I don't think they're supposed. I don't know. I, we may have to do an episode of why people dress and drag for fun because I don't get that either. But that's a whole other conversation. Oh, I don't mean like like drag queens. But I mean, like, why do straight dudes dress in drag as like a gag? As like gag? to be funny? Yeah, because right. I don't think it's funny. Eh, sometimes. But, it depends on what it is. Yeah. They're acting out a role or something, you know? It's I mean, Mrs. Doubtfire totally mm. fell flat for me. Really? Oh, yeah, I don't what about Ethan in a dress with that big beard? He's a bearded bitch. Remember uh, from Spaceballs? 
He's the bearded bitch. <laughs> I don't think I remember that. You don't remember? I've, you're too I've, young, I've dude. You don't know about spaceballs. Like Thirty-one. Probably. Fat bearded bitch. That's what he called him. <laughs> the little tiny Darth Vader looking dude. Get out of my space pod, you fat bearded bitch. <laughs> Uh, I haven't watched Spaceballs in probably 15 years. I feel like I've yeah. only seen it once, maybe. Yeah. All right. I forget a lot of shit. Well, I'm going to wrap it up, boys. I think we did enough here. Holy shit, there's a, a fucking girl in a bikini on the front of your fucking... Uh... Oh, shit, that's my ex. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> well, I thought it was a model, but... All right, that's interesting. Her. He hates her. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks for coming in. I'm going to hit stop now.